You're listening to a sermon from Pasco Vale Church of Christ. To hear more of our teaching or to find out about the church, please visit our website, pvcc.org.au. Good morning, everyone. It's great to be here with you this morning as we uh, celebrate the 68th anniversary of the church. And wasn't that fantastic? Thank you for the kids. They did a great job with the story of Noah. Gale tells me that uh, with the kids' story, I don't even need to preach this morning. So I think I might just uh, finish there. But you know what us ministers are like. We can't help ourselves. <laughs> and uh, thanks too to uh, Daryl and, uh, and to the others who shared and uh, yeah, gave a beautiful word of testimony about the church both now and uh, in the years gone by as well. So thanks so much for that. It's great to know, you know, that we stand on the shoulders of uh, many uh, Christian brothers and sisters who've come before us here at uh, Pasco Vale Church of Christ. So uh, let's pray. Uh, Lord Jesus, we just thank you that we are able to come here this morning. Uh, thank you for your word, which uh, gives us hope and help and light and we pray that you would reveal your scriptures to us uh, that we may uh, grow in Christ each day in thy name we pray amen amen I remember uh, talking with Daryl uh, about uh, how good a runner he was in his uh, younger years in fact he uh, managed to make the Australian titles uh, for his age group I think uh, I think he said he ran in the 800 and 1500 meters well, I was also a runner at school, but I was never anything like that good. <laughs> now, you may not believe this, but um, since leaving school, I have never, ever won a running race. I know you, you find that hard to believe. <laughs> but there's some good reasons for that. Uh, first of all, I've never actually entered a race. And it's uh, pretty hard to win if you don't enter the race. And, um, you know, I just don't really have the right attitude towards winning. Uh, to win, you really need to have that kind of determination, don't you? And uh, lastly, um, you know, I'm just not willing to put the effort in. You know, it takes a lot of effort to be able to get yourself ready and to get into a race. You've got to train hard. You've got to really push yourself. Now, a number of times in the New Testament, the Christian life is pictured like a race. Uh, to grow as a Christian, you've got to be in the race. And you've got to have the right attitude uh, towards that race. And you've got to put the effort in. Now, I want to look at our passage that we've got today, uh, Philippians chapter 3, verses 12 to 14. I want to bring out three thoughts from this passage on how we can continue to run the Christian race, both in our own lives and also, of course, as a church. First of all, we've got Paul's evaluation here in verse 13a. Brothers, I do not consider that I've made it my own. Paul's saying here, I haven't arrived yet. I haven't made it. Um, I haven't made it to the destination that I want to get to. It's an amazing statement, actually, by this guy. <laughs> really, you know, you just look at him. I mean, if anybody could have said, hey, I 
have made it in terms of one's Christian perspective, one's Christian life, you would think it was Paul at this stage of his life. I mean, this guy was a real zealot of a Jew and then he became a real zealot as a Christian. I mean, he had this incredible encounter with Jesus on the Damascus Road. He was going in one direction and Jesus turned him right around. And of course, he became the apostle to the Gentiles. The whole Gentile world. And uh, he helped to spread Christianity throughout the whole of the Roman Empire of that time. And he made an incredible impact on the world that is still here. We can still feel his impact today. And of course, he also wrote something like 28% of the New Testament. And yet, Paul, here, towards the end of his life, he says, I haven't gotten there yet. I haven't arrived. I'm not perfect. I'm still growing in knowing Christ. In verse 12, Paul says, I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Uh, to make it my own is to, is to get to the point, you know, where you've taken hold of the thing that you've been aspiring to. It's, you know, you've gotten to the point where you've apprehended it. You've seized it. You've gotten there. You've been pursuing it and you've made it. I mean, it's like, you know, like a police officer. He's chasing after a criminal. You know, you see it on TV. He chases after this criminal. Finally, he catches up with him and then he grabs hold of him. And he gives a huge grip, usually puts handcuffs on him. But he, he is going to make sure that this criminal, there's no way that he can get away from him. He's hit the mark, he's captured him, and he's not going to let him go. Paul's saying that the reason he's in this race is because Jesus is the one who first chased after him and literally stopped him in his tracks on that Damascus road and turned him all the way around. Paul was heading to Damascus to persecute Christians. And what happened? The Lord seized him, took hold of him, and he put him, chucked him into another race, a different race, the Christian race of life, to serve Jesus for the rest of his days. You know, if we, if you go on with this kind of um, sporting analogy, it's like, you know, like you're a player in a, in a game, and the, the coach, you know, you're on the sideline at the moment, the coach, he turns to you. And he says, I want you in the game. I want you to come in and play like you have never played before. And you are going to win. I'm going to show you how to do it. And then, you know, the player, he, he gets into the game because the coach called him in. He gives it his all in order to please the coach, the one who called him into the game. And showed him how to win the game. So you know, as a church, let us be aware that, that Jesus, Jesus is the one who called Pasco Vale Church of Christ into being. Jesus is the one who started this church. Yes, of course, as we've heard, there are, there are founders, there are people who were here right at the start. 
But Jesus is the head of this church. Not me, not you, not the board. Jesus is the head of this church. He brought it into being. He sustains this church. He always has. And he's the one who is growing this church as well. Jesus will use Pasco Vale for his wonderful and good purposes. It's Jesus' hold on Pasco Vale Church that really, really matters. The rest of us, well, we've just got this wonderful privilege of, of being part of God's work here. And, uh, you know, it's, it's like we're going along for the ride. Uh, we enjoy it. We, we enjoy working uh, with God. We enjoy seeing what he's going to do through us. And we enjoy giving him all the glory for all that happens here. God has done some wonderful things. We've heard some wonderful things that God's done here in this church over the last uh, 68 years. And, um, yeah, here in Avey. You know, Sunday school with 170 kids. Why can't that happen again? Why not? And anniversaries, they're a great time, aren't they? To, to look back, to remember God's kindness to us and all, all the good things that he has done um, through this church. But, you know, you can't gloss over it all. You know, sometimes you think... Um, you know, somebody once said with that nostalgia is like sandpaper that, that smooths all of the edges of the good old days. And uh, over time, um, you know, we tend to forget the difficulties and the problems and uh, we only remember the good things and the blessings. So the church has been through good times and through difficult times as well. But now here, Paul, you know, Paul could have taken a lot of pride in all that he had done, all that he had achieved. And he achieved a great deal. But, you know, he still wasn't content. He still wanted to strive in order to do more. We should remember that. Uh, this church has been here. It's been a blessing to this community here in Pasco Vale for the last 68 years. But we, we're still not there yet. You know, we've still got a long way to go. We've got, still got more things that we need to do. God's not done with us yet. We haven't arrived. We haven't finished the work of God here in this place. Every generation of new people... You know, we've got new people here in Pasco Vale that we need to reach. They need to hear about Jesus. They need to have the opportunity to respond to Christ. Our work is not finished. Not yet. Not until Jesus returns again. And then in uh, verse 13b, uh, Paul um, shows us his long-term attitude. To win a race... You've got to have the right attitude. You know, you've seen it in sports. So I've seen it. You've probably seen it as well. You know, you've got this tremendous athlete. They've got incredible uh, skill uh, and ability. Uh, and then you've got their opponent and they're uh, another athlete, but they're just not as skillful as this first guy. 
But yet, you know, the less skillful guy, he can still beat him. Because they've got an incredible attitude towards the work that they're doing. They're more determined because they don't have as much ability. They always have to work hard. They've always got the end in mind of what they're trying to achieve. They're always focused on trying to be better. They never reach their goal. They're always striving to get to that end result. They're always focused on what they need to do next. They never reach their goal. They're always looking to improve and get better. They've never arrived. They've always got room to do better. And like Paul, we can um, see that the Christian life, the Christian life is a marathon, isn't it? It's not just a quick 100-metre dash. Um, when you've got a long distance to run, what do you need to do? You need to get to the end. I mean, I can't just stop at the 50-kilometre mark and say, well, that's it, I've done enough, I've done enough running, I think I'll just finish right here. No, you've got to keep running to the end. Now, I've been a Christian for over 40 years. Uh, Some of you have been a Christian probably for a lot longer than that. Now, I can't go around saying, well, you know, I've been a Christian for long enough. You know, 40 years, it's a pretty good stint, isn't it? You know, I think maybe I've done enough praying and, and maybe, you know, I've, I've read the Bible enough now. I've done enough forgiving of people and maybe I've fought against sin for long enough in my life. I think I'll just stop there and leave it. Maybe I'll stop growing as a Christian. You know, I mean, I'm good enough now. Is that what we should do? You can't stop in the middle of the race. You've got to keep going to the end. And, you know, we don't dwell on the past either. It's good to remember the past, but we can't live in the past, can we? There's always something more to move on to. And that's what Paul is saying here. But one thing I do... Forgetting what lies behind. So, you know, we, we leave our failures behind in the past. The church, of course, has, has, has had failures in the past. Mistakes that we've made. And hopefully, you know, we've been able to say sorry and we've been able to learn from those mistakes. But you can't live in the past. We can't change what happened in the past. It's gone. It's over with. What counts is the future. We let the past go. We learn from it, certainly. And we move on to what God's got in store for us now, today, tomorrow. We need to grow his church. But you know, it's a lot of good things that happened in the past as well, weren't there? And we heard some of that from uh, from Daryl. You know, there's been a lot of successes you know, in those early days. Look at you know, reaching out to the community around here. You know, big, vibrant uh, a Sunday school, obviously. Families coming to the church. Uh, the good old days uh, are important to remember. 
But we can't live in the past. We have to let them go. Because we've got to concentrate on the future. God's not done with us yet. Not by a long way. This is God's church. It's not my church. It's not your church. It's not uh, the church that belongs to uh, the board. It's God's church. And God's work is not yet finished. You know, God wants us to tell people the good news of Jesus. And, you know, we reached people in the past. That was then. But now there are new people, different people here in Pasco Vale and the surrounding area. There's you know, people from different cultural backgrounds. Uh, society has changed so much. People think very differently now. We've got all the advances of technology that's happened as well. But the message hasn't changed. It's still the same. But the way we communicate it to uh, society, to the people around us now, needs to be different. The way that we reach them will be in different ways. The work of Pascoval Church of Christ is not yet finished. Thirdly, then Paul goes on in uh, verse 13c and the start of verse 14. He says, straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on. Paul, you see here, he's determined, isn't he? I press on. And to press on means to, to run after swiftly. He's saying, keep chasing after Christ with all your might. The intensity here is really big. It's not just about having some kind of passive you know, relationship with God. It's an intensive, it's an active relationship with Jesus. We have to pursue God. We have to pursue him. We have to chase after him and the things that God wants us to chase after. As Paul told Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse 11, But as for you, O man of God, flee these things. Pursue righteousness. Pursue godliness. Pursue faith and love and steadfastness. Pursue gentleness. We pursue what God wants us to pursue. And we catch it. And we hold on to it. And that's how we as Christians, how we as a church continue to move forward and grow. And what's the goal? The goal is the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. We want people to see Jesus. We want them to see him uh, in our lives and in the life of our church as well. We want people to be drawn to the church. We want everyone to come here uh, to be able to come and learn more about Jesus. That's our call. That's our goal as a church. That's what we want to achieve. God's priority has to be our priority as well. His teaching must be our teaching. 
His work must be our work. God's temperament is a temperament that we must show towards other people. His kindness must be our kindness. His compassion is the compassion that we are to show to other people. And his love for people is how we are to express love towards them too. Let us press on as those who came before us here at Pascoval Church did. We need to have you know, the kind of daring faith that they had. That those who started this church had. They, they just bought the land, not knowing. They, they used a marquee because they had nothing else that they could use. We need to be willing to try new things. We can't live in the past. We can't do the same things that the past did. We have to do it in a different way. And while we celebrate 68 years here at the church today, what we're really celebrating, you know, is the goodness of God. The goodness of God, the, his grace uh, through all the life of this church throughout those 68 years. And what this church has meant to the community here uh, around us. Straining forward is what we need to be doing. Straining forward to what lies ahead. What lies ahead? This is a picture. You know, it's a picture uh, of an athlete straining forward with all of their muscles, making every single effort as he presses forward in the race. He can see with his mind's eye, he can see the finish line. He wants to finish the race with joy. He wants to finish the race with the prize in mind, giving it his all, giving it everything. When we stretch ourselves, when we strain and, and reach out, when we reach forward, when we fight hard to achieve the goal that God's given to us, then we also move forward, you know, in our own personal faith and we become more committed to God. More committed to doing what God wants us to do in our lives and in the life of our church. Are we just going to you know, dabble into reaching out to our community here at Pasco Vale? Or are we really committed to it? Are we going to devote ourselves to knowing Christ and making him known to others? Is that what's going to you know, consume us? Consume our hearts? Is that what's going to make us take every single effort? Or are we just going to maybe you know, do it when it's convenient, maybe occasionally or when I've got the time? God doesn't just want our leftover time, does he? Remember hearing this story about this uh, older lady who uh, she was always wanting to grow in Christ, even in her latter years. She was always reading books and asking uh, other people about, uh, you know, what, what are the latest developments in, in Christian faith. And when she died at the age of 95 in her sleep, her daughter came in and she saw on her desk that very night that her mother had written down her personal goals for the next five years. 
She was 95. Right to the very end, she still wanted to grow. Perhaps on her tombstone they should write, uh, died doing God's work. Uh, died with her boots on, I suppose we would say, wouldn't we? Oh, that should be true of us as well. I think that should be true of every Christian. You know, if we want to grow in Christ, if we want our church to be growing, then we've got to be in the race, don't we? And we have to, we have, to have the, the right attitude as well. The attitude of wanting to see Jesus proclaimed. And we need to be determined right to the very end, no matter what. We have to be determined to reach out to others with the good news of Christ. Perhaps I could ask you, what are your spiritual goals for the next five years, even the next year? What are our church's goals? What are we trying to achieve as a church? Straining forward and pressing on. Happy birthday. Pascoval Church of Christ. To God be the glory. Amen. Let me pray. Father God, we thank you for this uh, beautiful day, for this beautiful occasion. We know it's actually tomorrow is the anniversary of the church, but we're celebrating it today together. And we give you thanks, Lord. Thank you for the children. Thank you for those who are new to our church. Thank you for those who've been here for a long time as well. Thank you that you've put us in this very place at this moment in time. And we know, Lord, that you love us and that you love the people in this area and you want them to see Jesus as we've had the great privilege of seeing him ourselves and having a relationship with him. So help us, Lord. Lead us, Lord. You're the head of this church. And so we ask uh, that you would use us for your great purpose of proclaiming the name of Jesus uh, throughout Pascoe Vale. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen.